0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Atlantic Business Spotlight on behalf of kcsutherland.com. As always, this is your hostess, Kathleen Sutherland. I'm a marketing consultant, a verified direct response copywriter, a certified emotional fitness coach, and a multidisciplinary artist. So today's call is all about strategic marketing. This is my specialty, This call took place inside a private Facebook group which has been created by a friend and colleague of mine, Melissa Hebert, the Productivity Ninja, and the group is called Savvy Women on Purpose. It's a fantastic little Facebook home for conscious women who are professionals and business owners and looking for more opportunities to connect and network with other women who are also purposeful about business and life now some of the call has been edited out I did answer a few questions from within the Facebook group but what you are about to listen to is the question that Melissa herself gave to me which is what are your three best tips for small business marketing and I appreciated this question because it really provided an opportunity to talk about some of the fundamentals of what strategic marketing actually is so with no further ado, I invite you to sit back and enjoy this recording of a Facebook Live Ask the Expert call featuring me, all about strategic marketing. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Atlantic Business Spotlight on behalf of kcsutherland.com. As always, this is your hostess, Kathleen Sutherland. I'm a marketing consultant, a verified direct response copywriter, a certified emotional fitness coach, and a multidisciplinary artist. So today's call is all about strategic marketing. This is my specialty. This call took place inside... A private Facebook group which has been created by a friend and colleague of mine, Melissa Hebert, the Productivity Ninja, and the group is called Savvy Women on Purpose. It's a fantastic little Facebook home for conscious women who are professionals and business owners and looking for more opportunities to connect and network with other women who are also purposeful about business and life. Now, some of the call has been edited out. I did answer a few questions from within the Facebook group, but what you are about to listen to is the question that Melissa herself gave to me, which is, what are your three best tips for small business marketing? And I appreciated this question because it really provided an opportunity to talk about some of the fundamentals of what strategic marketing actually is. So with no further ado, I invite you to sit back and enjoy this recording of a Facebook Live Ask the Expert call featuring me all about strategic marketing. I've been working in marketing for about six to eight years in different capacities. I got a lot of my experience in the health and wellness world working in trade shows, promoting many, many local businesses, some of which we still see around today. This is going back a few years now. And, uh, spent a lot of time really honing my skills of copywriting, branding, and message creation. So the skill and art of designing compelling marketing messages. I work with business owners one-on-one in group programs. And also I have an online education program, which is a complete do-it-yourself portal for those who are on a do-it-yourself track and you want to learn how to market your business independently. I have all that available for you. So... Strategic marketing is really looking at what we say and how we say it. So it's the words, the messages, the images, the ideas that we bring together and how we package them to represent ourselves and what we do. So strategic marketing is figuring out who is your ideal customer and how do you reach them? Once you know who you're trying to reach, the strategic part is positioning your business as the most obvious choice for that ideal client. So in order to do that, you really have to look at what you're saying. And that's where a lot of, um, this is not limited to small business. This is, this is a huge problem in marketing, and it goes all the way to corporate marketing. You know, marketers with big budgets and boutique agencies, there's a lot of, um, I would say, error in the way the positioning, what we call or the strategy behind the voice of a brand or of a business. So it really pays off to have that very clearly outlined for yourself to, um, to really be clear about what you're saying and how you're saying it to be always tracking and measuring that. So that's the strategic side. And that's what I focus on. So the question Melissa put to me was uh, three tips for business marketing, my best three small business tips for business marketing. And I'd be happy to start there. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is you must, you must, you must know your audience, know your target market, know the people or persons, the ideal avatar that your business product or service serves. (laughs) So, um, there's, there's a big mistake. And we've probably heard this concept uh, a lot before. You can't be everything to everyone. And it's so true. And it's such a mistake. It's easy to make, especially as multifaceted, multidimensional and multi talented business owners. And sometimes we feel like the more we are able to offer, like the more diverse ranges of services and products that we can offer, the more people we can potentially hit and draw into our business and into our funnel. And it may seem counterintuitive, but it actually works in reverse. The more targeted, focused and specific audience we are creating those messages for the more likely we are going to be able to really connect with that audience and convert the people who are pre-qualified to be our ideal customer. And this is kind of a scary thing for small business owners, especially when we're getting started and and we sort of feel like, well, you're making me choose just one. It feels like a limitation, but here's what makes marketing work. Hi, Diana. Um, And the purpose of targeting your message to a very specific audience. We really have to play a psychological game when we're doing marketing. And the reason for that is because there's so much marketing out there. I'm sure you're all well aware of this and it's something we see every day. As a matter of fact, side note, we're exposed to on average over 5,000 marketing messages on a day. A day we leave our house, go to work, turn on the TV, listen to the radio for a few seconds, see billboards, signs, you know, uh, newspapers, flyers, there's so much, and that doesn't even include the ads we're seeing on our phones that we're using so often. So there's so much out there that we really need to create a message that connects with our audience in order to even get their attention. And how do we do that? We narrow our audience down. We really have to narrow the audience and create a message specifically for them. So when I talk about creating a client profile or a client avatar or an ideal prospect, we're really talking about understanding what these people's problems are, what's keeping them up at night, um, understanding what they really want and why they want it, understanding what challenges they're facing on a day-to-day basis and tying this in, that is to say, creating a very strong link Between that understanding of what their needs are and the solutions that they need and our business, our product and service. So put simply, we really need to target our audience and know who we're speaking to and who we're serving with our business, product and services in order to have a chance to create a message that they're going to be able to pay attention to. Because there's so much out there, it really has to speak directly to us. And I'm sure that we've all had these experiences with marketing. I mean, it's something that happens that as consumers, we don't really always notice it's happening. It can look like just scrolling down your Facebook and all of a sudden you're reading an ad. And then the next thing you know, you're signing up for a free webinar. And then the next thing you know, your inbox is inundated with marketing emails. Why did that happen? That happened because you were the target for that marketing message. And we can only imagine how many others scroll right by those types of messages, because if they're not the ideal target for the message, they won't see it. It simply won't register. We're that busy in our minds and inundated with this type of, uh, with this type of messaging. Yes, first tip. First, one of my best tips for small business marketing is really know who you are serving. Uh, This doesn't just apply to your marketing message, it also applies to your business service and business structure, and I won't go very deeply into that, but it all has to be very coherent. this kind of brings me into uh, my second best tip. And these are in no particular order, I should clarify, because they're all equally important and all the components must be in place in order for marketing to be effective and compelling. So number two know yourself. I just wrote in my notes, know thyself. But what I really mean is you have to know, and we have to know as business owners and as marketers, what makes us truly unique. So if we think about the idea that there's 5,000 marketing messages being thrown our way on the course of an average day, um, we're just simply not going to pay attention to anything that doesn't really stand out. So... We want our marketing to stand out. We want our business to stand out. We want our services to stand out. And this is particularly true if we do a service that many other people are doing or offering. If we offer the same or similar products and services than others, then it becomes doubly important to identify what makes us truly unique and the best choice for our ideal prospects buying dollar. Because if we fail to do that, what will happen is everyone's marketing will look the same and it'll drive down the value of an entire industry. And I'll just give you an easy example. How many, um, you know, if you look in the, I was going to say the yellow pages, but who looks in the yellow pages anymore? So if we go and Google a massage therapist mountain, how many hits do you think that's going to bring back a lot? So if I'm looking for a massage, cause I have a kink in my neck, for example, and I see 30 different massage therapists, Maybe as a consumer, I'm going to look for the cheapest one. Maybe I'll look for the one that's closest to my house, the most convenient. There's, you know, at first glance, and this goes for so many industries because industries tend to copy each other's marketing. At first glance, there's nothing that really differentiates um, any one of the service providers from each other. So again, going back to that idea of unique selling proposition. Now, if, for example... I am searching for a massage therapist because I have a kink in my neck and I search Google, uh, Moncton massage therapist and, and one of the things that comes up is massage therapists specializing in neck pain. And then there's 29 other massage therapists who specialize in massage, I'm obviously going to choose the specialist in the problem that's specific to me. So the neck pain and I might be willing to go to that specialist, that person that I know now because their marketing has identified them as such, I might be willing to go to drive farther to get to that person because I think that they will be able to help me the best. I might also be willing to pay more to get that specialized service. Um, It's easy in medicine to think of, you know, if we have anything that's wrong with us and we go to our our family doctor, our general practitioner what happens so often they will then send us to a specialist or refer us to someone else who can give us more targeted information and service in that area that's specific to the problem we're having. So when we talk about USP, which is marketing jargon for unique selling proposition, which is marketing jargon for what makes you unique as a business owner, um, we're really talking about your specialty. And this has to be clearly identified in your marketing materials, in your website, in your Facebook, in your content strategy. Um, it should be immediately evident to any prospect, but especially your ideal prospect, when they land on your page, when they meet you in person and hear your elevator pitch, that you are a specialist in something. And if they have a need for that thing, that solution to their problem or perhaps they have a strong desire for that outcome or that result that your product or services uh, generate, it's only going to take seconds for that connection to be made when the marketing message is strong. They will immediately know that you're the person who takes the kink out of my neck Um, and therefore the person that is the obvious choice for their um, consumer budget. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, I can sum it up very simply by saying we need to be very clear and specific about exactly what makes us unique from everyone else who is offering something the same or similar. And the consequence of not doing this, and this is why we see so many business owners competing on price, it's a direct consequence of mediocre marketing. It's an epidemic. So when everyone's marketing looks the same, and I'm looking for X service or X product... It's, it's leaving money on the table for those of us who have the ability to really be conscious and intentional, clear and specific about what we offer, the problems we solve, and what makes us unique as business owners. So this is really relevant. If you have like a certification or a service, Watch later, no Wi-Fi. Okay, see you later, Rachel. So if you have a certification or you're offering a, a product or service that many other people offer, especially in the health and wellness industry, this is where it becomes extra important um and that leads you know very coherently into my third best tip for marketing a small business which is create a compelling message and i already touched on why that's important because of the inundation of marketing messages everywhere and we really have to understand the psychology of our ideal prospect of our our perfect client avatar in order to even begin understand how to say the right things to them, how to write the right thing, how to to, to, um, present the right information that's gonna be the most impactful to that specific person. So the compelling message, um, now this really kind of starts to go into copywriting and uh, I do have and I teach and I love to teach uh, what I call the marketing or conversion equation. It's part of the system, my online system in school that's available for do-it-yourself marketers. But this is sort of the, it it provides a formula or a structure for exactly how to create a compelling marketing message. And I'm talking about like, if you need to write a letter, if you need to write an email, if you're faced with creating a website and it's like, okay, well, what am I going to write on my website? Um, And even, you know, the Facebook posts, the, the social media activity, there is a formula that you can follow that will work harmoniously with the human psyche and what processes are already going on in our brain as consumers. So I do love to teach that, and I'm not sure I'll have time to do it here, but if you are facing the challenge of creating marketing content and marketing materials, and you really wanna know how to do that and how to craft the words in such a way that's gonna have maximum impact, um, talk to me uh, after or jump in my Facebook group, send me a message. But um, There's a few key components that really go with it. Um, It has to be emotionally compelling. It has to really touch on a pain. Um, So all human beings are motivated by one of two things, pain or pleasure. We're either moving away from something we don't want or we're moving towards something we do want. Um, So as marketers, we can create messages that direct, um, that enliven or really tap on a pain button or a problem. That our prospects are having and position us as the thing they're moving towards away from that pain or we can position ourselves as the thing that they really want and just draw them in so we have to understand what is motivating human beings <clears throat> and that sounds like a lot but the equation and the structure like once you really start to understand the basic foundations of marketing that it is simple but there's so much subtlety and nuance that's where it becomes helpful to have um, you know, an experienced professional on your side. However, it is very doable on your own. So when you're looking at creating a compelling marketing message for your own business, you really want to highlight the problems that your ideal client is having, the things that they want the most. And that'll go in your headline. And the sub headline, you want to promise to give them some information that's going to be helpful. Uh, or mind-blowing or interesting or a point of curiosity you want to promise to give them some information that's going to help to solve the problem you just identified Um, you have in every marketing communication an opportunity to educate your ideal prospect as to what they really need to know before they make a purchase in your industry and this is really important this goes back to the purpose of marketing and I think there's a lot of sort of misfocused energy in the world of marketing. And, and we're talking big budget marketing too, where there's more focus on capturing attention with gimmicks or jargon or a, a sort of fleshless hook than there is on actually executing the purpose of marketing, which is to give people the information that they need to have in order to buy what you sell. So when it comes to creating compelling messages, you have to hit on that emotional hot button. You have to hook them in the place where they're already thinking. And then you have to, and we have to educate our audience as to what they need to know in order to part with their money. And I'll put it that way. And yeah, I I can go off on, is marketing manipulative? And that's such an interesting question that I really love to discuss and ponder, and maybe in another forum we will. But um, I can... put it in this way for the average business owner, is this feeling like asking for people's money and creating marketing materials, using emotional hot buttons is somehow manipulating, um, our audience. And there's some guilt that comes with that. And we don't want to do that because by and large, we really care about the people that we want to serve. And we don't want to have that icky salesy feeling or vibe that so often comes along with marketing and we have to walk the line between honoring that and not using um, meaningless gimmicks and hooks, but actually creating truly genuine and authentic um, connections between what we offer and the real life problems these people are having and the thoughts in their mind. When we are targeting our message to our ideal client and we're sincere about what we offer and we have the intention to do good and to help people, we have to understand that they want what we're selling and it's okay for us to ask for them to buy it but before they're willing to buy it they need to know the information that is required for them to make that buying decision so i'll just give you a very quick very simple example um i'll take the example of sun porches so if i'm looking to buy a sun porch for my house and i've never bought a sun porch before maybe it's the first time i've ever even owned a house i might have no idea what i need to know about buying a sun porch um, I use an example, maybe more from the audience uh, in this group. So let's say you offer a health service or a health product. Um, if your audience has not heard of that product or that service, they're not going to be interested in trying it out until they understand what it really is. And you would be amazed at the competitive advantage that you could create for yourself and your business if you know how to express clearly and specifically Um what it is that you do and who you do it for and most importantly the benefits that they will receive so we buy benefits we buy results we can't be vague about that as marketers so if you really want to bring your marketing message to life and make it really compelling enliven the benefits and specific results that your ideal customer clients can expect and that will really get them so that's my three top tips Oh, most of my clients are concerned with marketing being authentic. It's such a big thing because marketing tactics can be manipulative. And especially if you spend some time studying how the mind works, Um, we're very suggestible by nature. That's something we have to understand. We are suggestible creatures. So this is why I actually love to create this mindset in my clients between having a product or service that you wanna bring to the world, let's call it a mission, and being willing to own the responsibility of planting that mission in other people's minds and creating those results in their lives. So if you're worried about not being manipulative and being authentic with your marketing, the best advice I have for you is get really clear and specific about what that marketing message is and make sure that it's targeting the people who can truly authentically benefit from what you offer. And then, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like thinking they're going to be investing in something anyway, if it's, you know, if it's your field, going back to the easy massage thing, you know, if I'm the best person for them, and my marketing doesn't differentiate me from anyone else, and it doesn't have that emotionally compelling aspect, and it doesn't connect with me and identify me as the best client for them, you know, it's money on the table. And I might end up spending my hard-earned dollars on a massage therapist who's not actually qualified or specialized in solving the problem that I have because I simply don't know any better because the marketing hasn't indicated so. So yeah, I love, I love that there's so much behind the psychology of um, marketing manipulation. But here's the thing, we don't have to be salesy. And really when you're sharing the information that is the most relevant to what your audience actually really needs to understand before they invest in your product or service, you're pre-qualifying them. You are, you're weeding out the people who are not really going to have those benefits and experiences and giving yourself the opportunity to create the relationships with people who really will. And there is a misperception that marketing has to be expensive and complicated. It can be complicated and it can be expensive. Absolutely. But for startups, for entrepreneurs who are on a budget, there's ways to market your business very effectively uh, on the low to no cost scale. And this really comes down to having the strategic side in place. So what you say and how you say it and then with your strategy in place, there are certain tactics that can be more profitable more quickly To get us off the ground and to accomplish different goals that we have in our business development so a few ones that i really like uh, to share with business owners who are looking for that marketing impact on a shoestring budget is one if you have any budget it's good to invest or divert some of it into some professional consultation i'm not just saying that to plug myself i truly believe it because marketing can also be a black hole if this strategy is not in place uh, we can end up wasting a lot of money on campaigns and tactics that don't actually bring money back into the business. So very important part of marketing is measuring return on investment. Um, beyond that, social media can work very well for businesses, but it must be clear, consistent, have a rock-solid strategy, and targeted to a specific audience. This group, uh, Savvy Women on Purpose, that Melissa has created is a fantastic example of a Facebook group launch to a specific audience with uh, a very clear structure and it has all the great elements of 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 uh, creating an environment that people actually engage in the conversations if you're going to be on social media you have to be on social media so yeah without getting too much into that because that's a whole other tangent uh, i would add it's important for business owners for us as business owners to know what our strengths are And to choose strategies that really play to our strengths. Now, social media might be free, but if I don't like being on social media for a couple hours a day or spending that time doing the one-on-one interactions, maybe it would be, um, or it's definitely probably not going to be the optimal primary strategy for developing my business. Networking face to face, getting out in the community, fantastic, low or no cost strategy for developing a business. Maybe I'm an extreme introvert and that's not going to work for me, but I'm a great writer blogging, having a website that functions as a sales tool and creating, using like written word to promote in free areas on the internet, maybe like writing articles for different publications. Um, so when we know our strengths as business owners, we can really choose strategies that work well, big fan of joint ventures. If you have the opportunity to link up with other business owners in your field or in complementary fields, This is probably one of the greatest, fastest and and kind of funnest ways to grow a business and to venture into new projects, to have an opportunity to reach new networks and to, um, you know, bundle services and be more creative and impactful in the change that you can make in people's lives or in the uh, combination of products, how things can be matched together. Um, we are surrounded by so many brilliant, especially in this group, so many brilliant women. So thank you, Melissa, for creating the opportunity for us to find out about each other, what we do, what we offer. I really encourage any business owner in here to take advantage of those opportunities, not only to promote your own business, but to see what other people are doing. And, and, and you know ask yourself and, and have those conversations. You know How can we help each other? Because joint ventures are an excellent marketing strategy. Having a fantastic elevator pitch is uh, one of the most powerful and using it and taking those opportunities to present who you are and what you do. So elevator pitch, you want to have a couple of those one that's short, maybe 30 seconds that identifies who you are, what you do very clearly, very specifically with no jargon or meaningless words. um, And who you do it for who you serve, and the exact result and benefit that those people receive from interacting with you. Um, So Yeah, elevator pitch, and then taking the opportunity to to put it out there, to use it. You know, we feel funny following a script sometimes. But when we follow a script consistently, we have the opportunity to gather data about whether or not it works. And then we can tweak it as necessary. So you never know who's out there, you never know who's listening, you never know who's watching, you never know who's behind the eyes, you know, when you shake someone's hand and what opportunity there is for you, your business. Um, in order either to serve them or for them to serve you or to collaborate on things. So, um, for goodness sake, know your elevator pitch and and love it. You know, it's something that we should be able to present ourselves in our business and feel confident, feel excited, and feel you know proud of who we are and what we do and and excited by the opportunity to do it more. So I like to say, um, great marketing allows you to do what you love. And for most of us as business owners, slash marketers, That is the truth we don't get the chance to serve others unless we have a viable business that has leads that has conversions that is profitable that we can survive on um, and all of these things that's what propels our mission forward so uh, melissa and i do have uh, an elevator pitch workshop upcoming specifically for people who are in uh, marketing mind body and spirit so the health and wellness world which is a really fun one. That's where Melissa and I really met and started working together years ago in the trade show industry, servicing uh, business owners in the health and wellness industry. So, that's really uh, as a marketer, as a, as a copywriter, that's the industry that I've spent the most time in. So, if you are a practitioner um, or a business owner and in, you're involved with marketing mind, body, and spirit, and you're not sure, exactly how to describe what it is you do especially if you offer something that could be considered intangible like personal growth Um, sometimes it can be really hard to be clear about that but when we're not clear about that we miss so many opportunities to connect with other people who are looking for the things we offer so that's going to be a one-day workshop i'm sure there'll be a link posted somewhere please consider joining us for that um if you really want to nail this down we can get it done in one day and uh and you'll have access to some resources from my marketing system as well to facilitate that process. Again I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode of Atlantic Business Spotlight on behalf of KCSutherland.com. This is your hostess Kathleen Sutherland. You have been listening to my thoughts on strategic marketing, one of my favorite subjects. If you happen to be a coach, practitioner, service provider, or retailer working in the health and wellness industry and you have ever found yourself at a loss for words when you get that inevitable question that we always get when we meet a new person. So what do you do? And you have found yourself wishing you had that perfect, well-crafted, sales-directed explanation and response that truly captures the essence of what you bring to the world through your work? While well, you're in luck, Melissa Hibera and myself are hosting a elevator pitch workshop on Saturday, September 29th, downtown Moncton. And I have put a link for this event in the description of this podcast. If you would like to join us for that, please reach out to us. You can email me at info at Till next time.